Hi, you're listening to the podcast of Victory Santa Rosa. We pray that this message encourages you on your journey of faith in Jesus. Ngayon nasa campus, uh, campus series na tayo na tinatawag natin, If You Know, You Know. So, I-Y-K-Y-K. So, familiar ba kayo sa mga internets lang? Maybe yung iba nakakunot yun. Ano, ano daw yun? So, ito yun, yung BTW, PLZ, BRB. Maybe some of you already heard that, no? At some point, na sinab, sinabi sa inyo ng anak nyo, narinig nyo sa anak nyo, narinig nyo sa mga kabataan ngayon, no? Ano ibig sabihin nun? For some, uh, MAPA, WDYM. Ano daw yun? What do you mean? Yun lang po yung ibig sabihin nun. Anong ibig sabihin ito? For some, LOL. It's laugh out loud. Yung ayaw na mag-type ng napakahaba na ha-ha-ha-ha. <laughs> Kasi gusto na lang i-type na LOL na lang. So itong mga to, it was used as internet slang na ginagamit ng mga kabataan ngayon. And right now, yun yung uh, title, yun yung ano natin, direction ng series natin ngayon. And bakit ba tayo as a church nagkakaroon ng campus series? Because as a movement, mahalaga po, naniniwala po tayo na bawat kabataan may plano ang Panginoon para sa kanila. As a campus ministry, We believe in the in the power of God that transforms their lives. Kaya po meron tayong uh, campus series. And you know what? Every time we talk about campus series, kada, kada linggo, we talk about God being a multi-generational God. Dito po sa room natin ngayon, may iba-ibang generation, no? May uh, grandparents, may parents, may anak, may apo, and everything, no? Sa kada generasyon, may mga pinapasa tayo. So we will, we will going to talk about the need to pass on something. No? As a Filipino, di ba, bilang isang pamilya, gusto natin na yung pagsiselebrate ng Pasko sama-sama together. Di ba? Hindi pwedeng may mawala, kailangan lahat nandoon. At yun yung gusto nating ipasa rin sa kanila, sa mga magiging anak nila. Di ba? Yung mga kultura na paggamit ng po at opo na iniisip ng iba, baka nakalimutan na nung kabataan. Di ba? Kaya po mahalaga na ipasa yung mga ganong uh, culture, mga ganong uh, lessons and principles in life. But more than ever, ano nga ba yung pinaka-need na ipasa natin sa susunod na henerasyon? And I believe that the thing that we need to pass is the Word of God. Diba? Ang dami nating lessons in life, eh. ang dami nating principles and experiences, and that are good. Okay lang po yun na, na natututunan ng mga bata yan. Pero above all, it is important and rightful for us to pass the Word of God. Kasi in the Bible, merong isang generation that failed, na nag-fail Nag-rebelde yung mga tao because they, fa- they failed to pass on the word of God. Nung time nila, yung Israel, nung time ni Joshua, nung si Joshua pa yung naglilid. Di ba makikita po natin yun sa unang part ng Old Testament. The, the Israel or the Israelites served, the, served God faithfully. Kaya po tinawag yun na Joshua generation. Maybe some of you are familiar with that. Sila po yung generation ang full of purpose, full of faith, full of wisdom. They really honored the Lord sa lahat ng ginagawa nila. But when Joshua, their leader, died, doon na po nagsimula yung generation ng puro uh, uh, generation of rebellion, generation of stubbornness, generation of pride. Sabi nga sa Judges 2, it says here, after that, uh, after that whole generation had been gathered to their ancestors, another generation grew up who knew neither the Lord and w- nor what He had done for Israel. They really forgotten ano yung ginawa ng Panginoon sa mga tatay nila? Then the Israelites did evil in the eyes of God. And the Lord's, uh, and, and the others served the Baals. 
So nung time na namatay si Joshua from the faithful generation, nung sumunod na generation, ito na yung point nangyari. Nagka-gulo-gulo uh, na yung buhay nila. They serve other gods, they don't, they don't worship God, they don't honor the Lord, and they rebelled against God. And even up until now, hindi pa rin naman tayo, ano, kasi hindi, pa na, hindi pa natin kasama si Jesus. We are still living in a broken world. How among you agree that the brutal fact that we need to face is that this generation, this world, is always ano, rebelling against God. Diba? Yung puso natin kasi, ano yun talaga, mayroong something that ano, we don't want to follow God, we don't want to hear God because of this and that. And because of pride, because of stubbornness. And, and the reality is, nandito pa rin po yun. Hindi pa rin nawawala. So what are we gonna do? Susukuan na lang ba natin yung henerasyon natin na since, given, since sinabi mo, ito na talaga yung realidad, ang hirap ng buhay, pasaway yung mga tao, ito na lang ba yung tingin natin sa generation natin ngayon? Na hindi na kayang magbago? Na hindi na kayang baguhin ng Panginoon? Or are we willing to answer God's call in each one of us? Alam calling ni God? For the older generation, for the current, sa mga parents, grandparents, are we willing to raise and train the next generation And for those of you who are students, who are young people, are you willing to answer God's call to love and obey God even while you are young? Let us continue uh, to worship God in reading of His Word. Can I invite everyone to please stand as we read the Word of God this afternoon? If you have your Bible, pwede nyo pong ilabas sa cellphone, pwede nyo pong puntahan yung Bible app so that we can read the Word of God together. It says here, He rejected the tent of Joseph. He did not choose the tribe of Ephraim. But he chose the tribe of Judah, Mount Zion, which he loves. He built his sanctuary like the high heavens, like the earth, which he has founded forever. He chose David, his servant, and took him from the sheep folds. From following the nursing eels, he brought him to shepherd Jacob, his people, Israel, his inheritance. With upright heart, he shepherded them and guided them with skillful hand. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you, God, that your word reaches us until today, God. Lord, that, doesn't, that means, God, that we should pass on to the next generation, to the, to the people who's younger than us, Lord, na yung binavalue yung word mo, Panginoon. Maraming salamat, God. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you help us understand your word and respond with you faithfully. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Sige po, maaari na po tayo umupo. And a few, ano lang, background lang on dun sa verse na binasa natin. Di ba sabi ko nga kanina, uh, uh, the generation after Joshua, naging ano sila, rebellious, naging stubborn, naging prideful. Hindi nila sinunod si God. Ito na nga ginawa ni God na mabuti, ganito pa rin yung ginagawa. Ito na nga ginagawa ni God sa family nila, sa parents nila, ito pa rin yung ginagawa ni God. So, those people are really rebellious. But God in His love and faithfulness remained faithful and good. Imagine kung sinukuan ni God yung generation nila. Imagine if sinukuan ni God tayo na, na, na talagang makasalanan, na talagang umaayaw sa lo ni God before. Imagine if God has given up na sige, bahala na kayo sa buhay niyo mga hindi naman kayo nasunod sa akin eh. Hindi naman kayo nakikinig and all. But, uh, uh, but out of His love, He chose His people because God loves them. And ito pong binasa natin kaninang verse, if mababalikan natin, sa verses 67 to 68, ito po yung prophecy ni God na binigay kay Judah through his father Jacob. So si Jacob, nung mamamatay na siya, ito yung sinabi niya, binilis niya yung anak niya bago siya mawala, na your brothers will praise you and all. And makikita po natin yan sa Genesis 49, if you're going to take note of that. Pwede niyo siyang basahin mamaya. And it sounds and speaks so much volume of 
what or ano yung mga salita na binibitawan natin, especially as our parents, di ba? Uh, mga magulang natin, kayo pong mga, mga parents, di ba? When was the last time we spoke life, we spoke blessing, we spoke, we spoke encouragement sa mga anak natin? When was the last time na pinuri natin sila, ang galing mo anak, good job. Anak, I'm proud of you. When was the last time we speak life in them na kahit iba yung nakikita natin na grabe, susuko na ako, ayoko na. When was the last time na sinabi natin yan sa ating mga anak? And if you are a student, when was the last time you speak blessing to your parents? Uy, bago yun na. Akala ko yung parents lang dapat yung mag-bless sa anak, hindi. As a student, as a young people, you can also bless your parents. Kanina sinare ko to kanina, hinatid ako ng tatay ko. Nakamotor kami hanggang dito sa Robinsons. And every time na hinahatid niya ako, I use that time and opportunity to pray for him. Nawahan ko sa balikat, sabi ko, Lord, always protect my father. Na hindi ko siya laging kasama, pero alam ko, pinoprotektahan mo siya. I speak life and blessing, I speak favor, I speak provision, I speak healing and health. And the same thing, we can also do that as a student. If you're a student here, if you're a child here, if you're a son or a daughter, you can always speak blessing to your father and your mother and your grandparents. Kasi hindi yun, ano, hindi yun usual sa ating Pilipino. But this time, as we receive that, na ah, ah, bilang anak, kaya ko palang i-bless yung magulang ko, na kahit bata pa ako, kaya ko silang ipag-pray. Na kahit bata pa ako, kaya kong, um, kaya kong maging, maging mabuting example sa kanila, maging mabuting anak. Maging mabuting kaklase sa mga kaklase nila. And you know what? A lot of people already gave up to this generation. Ay, naku, wala nang pag-asa yan. Wala nang mararating yan. Maybe some of you, kung ikaw yon, if not all, may nasabi na tayo or sinabihan tayo mismo na, grabe, ang tamad mo, wala kang mararating sa buhay. Ayan, kaya ka ganyan eh, hindi ka na umaasenso. Hanggang dyan ka na lang. Maybe we spoke that same exact line sa buhay ng mga estudyante. And even kayo, nung bata kayo, maaaring nasabihan na rin kayo ng mga magulang ninyo o ng ibang tao. But you know what? Because God loves us, we can also love the, the next generation and believe in them. We believe in the next generation because God believes in them. Hindi pa po tapos yung laban. Kung ang tingin natin sa next generation ay wala na, patapon na yung buhay nila, hindi po dahil mahal na mahal sila ng Panginoon at may plano ang Panginoon para sa buhay nila. Hindi pa po natatapos ang mundo. Kung, kung ang tingin nyo sa anak nyo, wala nang pag-asa at tamad, hindi na, nakikinig, matagal nyo nang pinagpipray, ang Panginoon po naniniwala sa kanila. Naniniwala ang Panginoon na may plano siya para sa mga anak nyo, para sa susunod na salinlahi. At bilang tayo, bilang current generation, we do not lose hope. They are not worst case scenario. They are not the worst. Because we can see them with how God sees them. We can see them with faith, we can see them in the eyes of love. We can, see the, we can see them na may ginagawa si God sa buhay ng mga anak natin, sa buhay ng mga kaklase mo kung estudyante ka, sa buhay ng mga apo mo, may ginagawa ang Panginoon. Let's always believe in the next generation. I pray na tayo ngayong henerasyon na to, tayo yung henerasyon na mananalangin, susuporta, unang-unang maniniwala sa calling ng mga estudyante, sa calling ng mga tao na mas bata sa atin. Because at the end of the day, Tayo, aalis rin tayo dito sa mundo at sila rin yung papalit sa atin. Let's always believe in them. And as we continue in verse 69, it says here, He built His sanctuary like the high heavens, like the earth which He has founded forever. No Old Testament, tinutukoy po dito was the physical temple where the presence of God is. First, it was placed at Shiloh, 
Pero nung nilipat siya negad sa Mount Zion, and yung Mount Zion, it was a high place. Sabi sa Google, it was 2,500 above sea level. So napakataas niya. Yung kumbaga, I, I remember the verse in, uh, in Matthew na sabi, you will be so, uh, salt and light. The people, uh, you are the salt and light of the earth. You are set on the hill. Makikita na makikita ng tao yung kung sino ka, kung sino yung pinipraise mo. And alam natin, in the, in the New Testament, hindi na yun, we're not talking about, uh, we're not anymore talking about the physical temple. Ang pinag-uusapan na dito is yung tayo mismo, yung katawan natin, yung sarili natin, di ba sabi sa Corinthians, we are God's temple. And you know what? God has given us His Spirit for us to be able to make His name great. So yun yung purpose po natin. Maybe some of you, anong purpose ko? Ang tanda ko na, or ang bata ko pa, iniisip ko, ano yung purpose na binigay sa akin ni God? No doubt, our purpose is to give glory to God. Because we envision that every generation will give glory to God. Alam niyo po, ang dami natin pwedeng ipasa sa mga anak natin, sa mga bata, ituro. Ang daming principles. Ang dami na po yun ngayon, lalo sa day and age ngayon, isang click mo lang sa computer, nandun na lahat. But what is the most important thing that we need to pass on is the Word of God. And they, they would always think, yung gagawin ko na ba to? Will it, will it give glory to God? Yung decision ba na pinili ko, mapupurihan ba yung Panginoon? Mapaparangalan ba siya? Tayo po as a current generation, we can teach them to always give glory to God. Na lahat ng gagawin nila, hindi dahil magaling sila, hindi dahil uh, nakikita natin may pag-asa sila, kundi dahil uh, kailangan nilang, I mean, sila po mismo yung magbibigay ng, ano, ng, ng glory kay God. And in verse, verses 70 to 72, uh, tuloy po natin, He chose David his servant and took him from the sheepfolds. From following the nursing ewes, he brought him and se- uh, brought him to shepherd Jacob his people, Israel his inheritance. With upright heart, he shepherded them and guided them with skillful hand. Siguro sa generation natin ngayon, if I were to define or introduce David, ganito itsura ng bio niya. Sige, can we show that on the screen? Ayan. He is from the tribe of Judah, the youngest son of Jesse. Famous, he slayed the giant named Goliath. Diba? A humble and faithful shepherd, a talented musician and harpist, and chosen by God. Siguro yan yung profile ni David ngayon. No? Kung baga siguro kung may Facebook siya, inad na natin siya ngayon. Tad-tad na siguro siya ng friend request. But this was the profile of David. Ito siya. Di ba, nakilala natin siya. He slayed, uh, he defeated Goliath and naging uh, humble shepherd boy and turned to be a king. Pero paano nga ba siya tinawag ni God? Di ba? Tinawag siya ni God out of that sheepfold. Sige, next photo we have here. Ito yung ginagawa ni David during that time. Faithful lang siya. Kasi nung time na yun, naghahanap na yung ng new king. So si God, through prophet Samuel, sinin niya, sige, pumunta ka sa bahay nila, Jesse. Hanapin mo nandun yung susunod na king. So itong si Jesse, syempre, oh, ito yung anak ko, gwapo, matalino, matangkad. Sige, pwede itong maging hari. Oh, ito pa si ano, ganto ganto ayan, ayan. Pero sabi ni Samuel, hindi yan. God doesn't look on the physical appearance, but He looks at the heart. Until He saw David doing this at the sheepfold. Sabi niya, sino yun? Sino yung batang yun na nandoon? Ah, his name was David. And that time, Saul anointed his head na sinabi niya na you will be uh, appointed as king. So lahat po tayo, meron tayong ganyan. Meron tayong current sheepfold. So tayo, tayo yung David ng generation ngayon and tayo, God has entrusted us different sheepfolds. Maybe if you are a young professional, ano ba yung sheepfold mo ngayon? May it be your projects? May it be your company na nandun ka ngayon. Lord, ang hirap-hirap. Gusto ko na mag-resign. Ang dami, stress na ako. Ang toxic sa trabaho and all. 
God is calling us to steward it well and be faithful. Na kahit mahirap, alam mong inintrust sa'yo ni God yan, kaya ka nandiyan. Maybe you're a parent. Your sheepfold right now is your own family. Kamusta po tayo when we train our kids, our children to be faithful in the Lord? Na kahit po tayo, hindi tayo magaling on our own, basta alam natin, pinapoint natin sila kay God, okay po yun. Na kahit hindi natin alam yung mga principles of parenting, skills and all, alam natin na nagiging faithful tayo kay God as we steward them, as we always point them back to Jesus Christ. And as a student, your sheepfold right now is your school. And your calling now is to be a student. And God is calling you to be faithful. Kung, kung alam mong estudyante ka ngayon, ang calling mo maging student, like David, be faithful with that. Mag-aral ka ng mabuti, huwag ka magpupuyat, gawin mo yung best mo, di ba? If may exam, mag-aral, mag-review ahead. Because God is calling us to be faithful to our sheepfolds right now. Lahat tayo may kanya-kanyang ganyan. Maybe you're thinking, ano pa kaya yung, pwede, ano pa kaya yung sheepfold na inintrust sa akin ni God at tinawag niya ako maging faithful? And paano nga ba nilid ni David yung mga ganong tao? Diba? If I were David, Lord, ayoko. Ang re-rebelde ng mga tao ngayon. Ayoko ng mga ganon. Ang hirap mag-lead. No? But how God also wants us to lead. And we're talking about leadership. Dito sa, sa mundo, ang definition ng leadership, oh, you need to serve me because I am the boss. The more I get high, the more, you, the more I need to be served. Kailangan pagsilbihan niyo ako. Diba? Ganon. Pero in the Bible, it was it was really opposite because it, in the Bible, it was defined that leadership is serving other people. And David, and God rather, called David to lead slash serve his own people, Israel. And how David led, how God wants us to serve, first is we want to serve with upright heart. Upright meaning unbending or unchanging, na kahit saan mo siya ilagay, ganun pa rin yung shape niya kasi hindi nagbabago. Buong-buo. Or in other translations, ang ibig pong sabihin ng upright is integrity. Yon, integer meaning whole, hindi nagbabago. And naging ganoon po yung puso ni David during that time. It was never uh, swayed by any uh, malice or anything, but he only, uh, he only chose to honor the Lord always. Ano nga po ba yung itsura ng isang generation na walang, na walang integrity? I have your story of the Great Wall of China. Can we show that? Ito po, it took 200 years and multiple generations para mabuo po ito. It was created for uh, defense purpose kasi nung time nila nag-aaway-aaway yung mga dynasties. And, uh, parang nagpapatayan. So, ito, so sila, they need to create a, a strong tower, a strong wall in order for them to be protected. And sa kada gate, may mga gatekeeper dyan. But you know what? What happened? May isang gatekeeper na nasuhulan. Nako, nako, nang kalaban. Sabi niya, sige, I'll give you this money. I'll give you this reward. Reward, I will give you this kind of thing na pinag- inaasmo. mo. Papasukin mo lang ako. And guess what happened? That gatekeeper were bribed. He let the enemy in and killed many families. And you know what? Hindi lang po yung pamilya ng current na yun yung naapektuhan. Even, sabi sa research, hanggang huling dynasty sa China, affected because of that bribery. What if that person remained upright? What if that person knows the Lord? Siguro po hindi mangyayari yun. Kaya po sinasabi natin lagi na integrity always matters. I have here a story of Jazem. I asked his permission to share this with you. He's our student right now in Our Lady of Fatima University. And one day, okay, can we show that picture? 
One day, he chat me. Sabi niya, kuya, pa-pray kasi kinakabahan ako baka ibagsak ako ng teacher ko. Sabi ko, bakit na nangyari? Nabalitaan ng teacher ko na may, ano, kami, may isa sa section namin, may gumawa ng isang GC, tapos doon sinisend lahat ng kodigo nung sagot. Kasi nung time na to, online class pa lang. Imagine ang dalila, one click away, madaling mangopia, madaling mandaya. So imagine the frustration that Jasim faced that time. Grabe, Lord, alam ko wala namang mali sa ginawa ko. In fact, tama yung ginawa ko. Hindi ako sumunod sa kanila, hindi ako nangopia. Bakit, pa, bakit, parang, bakit parang ako nadamay and all? And guess what? One, one time, isang sudyante nakaklase niya, nag-step up. Sabi niya, ma'am, kami po yung talagang nangopia noon. Ito po yung mga kodigong sinindami. Umamin sila. At sabi niya, hindi po kasama si Jazem doon. God, we're able to redeem him just because naging faithful si Jazem having that upright heart and the integrity of heart. I think kung siya lang siguro, kung tayo lang siguro, ang hirap noon. Pero he knows, he honored the Lord every time he follows God. Every time he values integrity. And a lot of leaders now failed. Why? Hindi dahil sa lack of competence, pwede, lack of skills, but according to research, most or majority of our leaders fail because they lack in integrity. Kulang sila sa puso. Pwede ka kasi mag-lead ng talino eh, ng galing, pero iba yung mag-lead ng may puso. And you know what? An upright heart is a heart who is able and willing to serve. Nakapag-alam mong buo yung puso mo, kompleto ka kay God, nag-overflow yon to the point na you'll be able to serve other people as well. Kagaya po ng mga pictures natin nandito, it happened last week, last last week, two weeks po natin ginawa yung Brigada Skwela. In fact, Pastor Savior shared that uh, last week. So ito mga estudyante natin kasama, sila Kyo, sila Yes, sila Arain, and all sila Ralph, they are students. Kasama po natin sila. In fact, they prayed for the teachers. They, they help out sa pagbibigay ng mga tubig, ng mga snacks, para po makapag-reach out tayo. And yun po yung nagagawa ng pusong may upright. Yun po yung nagagawa ng upright heart. To the point na buo ka sa Panginoon na alam mo na hindi lang to para sa'yo, but it, but it will also overflow to other people. The next thing is our legacy. If you're part of that, I want to thank you in behalf of our church team. Thank you for stepping out, serving our, our, our people. No, hindi lang po sila, hindi lang po kids yung, yung sineserve nila, even yung mga seniors din, even yung mga people who's, who's underprivileged. Uh, in fact, nagaroon sila ng outreach sa bahay pag-asa, if you're familiar. Sityo Iraq, Sityo Iran. They were all doing that. Why? Because nag-overflow lang po yung puso nila na magsilbe sa Panginoon. And through serving God's people, they're also serving the Lord. Sa atin pong current generation, ano po ba, ano po ba yung tinuturo natin sa kanila? Yung buhay po ba natin, nakikita nila na tayo yung taong may integridad? Or iba? How we can show them the integrity na, anak, kahit walang gumagawa niyan, kahit ikaw lang, basta alam mong tama, gawin mo. Na kahit pagtawanan ka, asarin ka, bakit mo yan ginagawa? E mali yan eh, sa mata ng mundo mali yan, pero sa mata ng Panginoon, tama yan, sige lang, gawin mo. Nagiging testimony ba yung buhay natin sa kabataan natin ngayon? Nagiging pag-asa ba tayo? Nagiging mabuting ehemplo ba tayo sa kanila in terms of integrity? And for those who are students, in our own simple way, pagbabalik ng sobrang sukli, madalas na hindi na natin nagagawa. Kasi sayang naman eh, baka blessing po ni God. Dinadamay pa si God, no? Hindi, ibalik mo. Sobrang sukli, alam man ng driver o hindi, ibalik mo. Yung paghingi ng tuition, di ba? Ah, anak, uh, sabi, ma, sabi ni teacher, 350 lang daw. 
uh, masa bini teacher, 3.5. Pero ang hinihingi ng teacher, 3.50 lang. Yung tamang pag-ask ng tuition, hindi natin dinadagdagan ng isa pang zero. We ask the exact same amount na hinihingi ng professors natin. Nakakatawa man ba't nakakalungkot isipin that generation has, this generation has already lost that. But there is hope. God is calling us to have a generation that is upright with God. And another thing, God is calling us to serve with skillful hand. Maybe iniisip nyo anong skill, skills to siguro, organizational skills, magaling magpatakbo ng meeting si David, magaling siya magsalita, na, uh, magaling siya magpresent siguro if he's a working professional. Pero the skills na tinatawag dito is the skills that inquires the Lord. Ano po bang ibig sabihin nun? Yung skills na sinasabi dito ay yung skill ni David na mag-ask kay God. Kasi ganun po yung ginawa ni David sa lahat ng decision niya sa buhay, kada decision niya as, uh, as a leader, tinatanong niya si God. Makikita po natin sa psalm yun. Na Lord, okay ba to? Uh, malilid ko ba yung tao ng tama dito? And that is a skill. Kasi tayo minsan kung tayo, dahil tayo na-appoint, o oh, leader ako, sige ako masusunod, sige okay na yan, ayaw mo, di wag na, bahala ka sa buhay mo. Pero David led with skillful hands. Because a skilled man is a man who is wise in his ways. Alam niya kung ano yung tama, ano yung mali, alam niya kung ma-honor ba dito si God at hindi. And tayo po, alam ko po, sinasabi sa Bible na each one of us has been given and bestowed by God different giftings and talents and skills. Magaling kumanta, may marunong sumayaw, may marunong magpaint, di ba? and all and andami. But the question now is, what do we do in order for us to grow in that talents and giftings? Ano po ba yung ginagawa natin ngayon para mag-grow pa tayo or in fact, mag-serve pa tayo kay God all the more? That's why I appreciate our volunteers. Thank you for stepping out in faith that you know that God has blessed you with that kind of skills and capabilities so that in order for you, you will serve the Lord. Di ba po yung pagiging magulang is a calling. We need to ask God, Lord, help me to lead my, my, my child with skillful hands. Na kahit alam mo, paano naman ako makakapag-lead? Hindi nga ako nakapagtapos ng pag-aaral. Paano ako tuturuan yung anak ko? Hindi nga ako magaling sa mat. And everything and many more. But you know what? We can always lead them, kahit ano pa yan, with the skillful hands when we inquired and devote our time with the Lord. Na alam lang ng mga anak mo kahit hindi natin alam yung mga ginagawa natin sa buhay. Basta alam niya lang yung nanay at tatay ko, kilala si God, okay na ako. Na yung anak, kung kayo ay isang magulang na yung mga anak na yung mga anak nyo basta kilala lang si God, it's fine, it's okay, it's alright. And tayo bilang isang mga estudyante, how do we use our giftings, di ba? Meron ba mga tao sa buhay ninyo na nagko-correct sa inyo every time nagkakamali kayo? Meron ba mga tao nagsasabi sa inyo, nagpipray sa inyo, kino-coach kayo, mini-mentor kayo kapag nagkamali tayo? And I have your story. I also asked his permission. In fact, he's here. He's one of our students in STI Santa Rosa. His name is Roy. So he's currently attending my group. So si Roy, uh, na-reach out siya when he was a student. And last pandemic, sabi niya, Kuya, I felt the need also to reach out with my classmates. Pero yung pandemya at yung hindi face-to-face class, hindi po naging hadlang yun para gawin niya kung ano yung sinasabi ni God sa kanya. In fact, he made an, an online outreach to his campus in STI. Online. Di ba pwede na sabihin, Kuya, next time na lang ako mag-reach out, mag-serve. Kapag okay na, kapag nakapag-face to face na. But that doesn't stop Roy to fulfill and serve God in his, uh, in his calling. And even Roy shared last time sa ating trainings. Siya na po yung nag-share. And imagine, with that skillful hand, we can serve God and serve other people. Another story here, we have Isiglena. 
Nung time ng pandemic, nagkaroon din po siya ng urge to help the community. So, ginawa niya po, nag-ipon siya ng mga kalakal, yung binenta niya. Tapos, nung nalaman nila yung pinagbentahan niya, syempre, kailangan niya ng pera sa pantry. Eh. So, kailangan niya ibenta yung mga nakalakal nila. Tapos, yung bumili, nalaman niya na may colon cancer yung isa sa pamilya niya. So, ang ginawa nung, ni Glenn at saka ng mga friends niya, sige, manong sa inyo na lang po ito. Then they question, dala, paano na tayo makakapag-serve ngayon? But you know what? God made a way. Many of her churchmates, many of her friends, nag-donate, nagtulong-tulong para makapagbuo, makapag-start ng small community pantry. They started this in Santo Domingo. So ngayon, itong si Glenna, together with his friends, nakapag-initiate sila na isang uh, small effort and initiative, which is yung uh, community pantry. Imagine that is one student who's being empowered by God to serve his community or her community. Praise God. And you know what? We cannot underestimate God. Isang estudyante lang. Hindi, hindi po yan. Isang estudyante lang. One student represents a family and a family, one family represents a nation and a nation represents a world. Imagine the impact that we are making if we reach at least one student in our lives. Lahat po tayo may mga kailalang estudyante sa buhay natin. And I hope and pray that we will train them with skillful hands. Yun po yung ginagawa natin as a campus ministry. We empower students for life, for leadership, for integrity, for faith, and excellence. Ayan po yung mga next picture. Ito po yung ginagawa namin mga campus missionary. Nating is bilang isang simbahan. We reach out to the campuses. Nililibre po natin sila para lang po kausapin nila tayo. Dinidisciple po natin sila para matutunan nila na mahalin ang Panginoon. Nire-raise po natin sila bilang isang leader kasi alam natin na yung susunod na mga leader ng bansa nasa eskwelahan ngayon. Would you agree with me na yung susunod na boss mo sa opisina, na susunod na presidente ng bansa, na yung susunod na magiging best surgeons are all in the campuses. That's why we put so much effort in doing campus ministry. Naalala ko na po yung, yung kaibigan ko, sabi niya, if throwing my life in the ministry means a success to the next generation, so be it. Imagine, God has called us to serve. And through our campus ministry, we have been serving God through the lives of our students. And some of you are part of this. On behalf of our team, I want to thank you for praying, for giving, for sending us. Kasi kung wala naman po, uh, wala naman po yung, eh, yung partnership na, namin with you, hindi po kami makakapunta sa field. We're not able to really bless the students as well. Kaya po maraming maraming salamat. And if you are not already part of this, you have the opportunity now to be part. Like what is Pastor Savior saying? Lahat po tayo may calling kay God to bless the next generation. And God is raising a leader that who is both upright and skillful. Because the world needs a leader, needs a leader who is both upright and skillful. Kailangan po ng mundo yan. Ng leader na may integridad, na pinapahalagahan at mahal ang Panginoon, at leader na kaya at mahusay. And you know what? David led them with upright heart and skillful hands only because, because of God. And in the Bible, he was known as a man after God's own heart. Can we show that in 1 Samuel? It says here, but now your kingdom shall not continue. The Lord has sought a man after his own heart. And the Lord has commanded him to prince over his people. And take note, sinabi to ni, ni God kay Samuel or ni Samuel dun sa kausap niya, hindi pa, hindi pa nakakapag-lead si David. Hindi pa siya tinatawag ni God bilang leader. In fact, wala pa nagagawa si David. 
Hindi pa siya king nung time na to, pero upon that, God himself said, na, hindi, Samuel, may tatawagin kang isang tao dyan. Natatawagin niyang a man after his own heart. And David were able to, to lead, serve God's people because he's after his own heart. And my prayer is that each generation will be called by God to be a generation of his own heart. Na kahit mawala na po tayo sa mundo, kampante lang tayo na yung susunod na henerasyon, mahal ang Panginoon. Na yung susunod na henerasyon, kilala yung Panginoon. At yung susunod na henerasyon, alam yung gagawin na tama at alam ang mali at pipiliin palaging pasalamatan at purihan, pagpurihan ang Panginoon. As I end, our calling in each generation is, 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 is significant. Kada isa po sa atin, maybe you're a parent, you're a single professional, you're a grandparent, you're a student, you're a kid who's here. Each of every one of us can work together to raise a generation who will serve the Lord. Because every generation is called by God to serve together with an upright heart and skillful hand. The question now is, are we willing to answer the calling of God to raise a generation of these people who will lead and who will serve uprightly and excellently? Last, you know what? In, uh, in every generation in the Bible, nag-raise God ng king, ng leader, but those people always failed. Nagkifail po, wala po naging successful. Even David, nagkasala siya against Uriah and Bathsheba. Naging, yun po yung naging turn down niya, naging fall niya nung time na yun. And even up until now, kaya po pinapanalangin natin yung mga leader natin, yung boss natin sa trabaho, ang presidente natin. Because, uh, because in the passage, it was already mentioned na lahat ng leader nagfi-fail. Kaya kailangan natin silang ipag-pray. But out of God's love, He Himself send someone from Judah again, from the line of David, a leader in the form of a servant who gave up his life and who is upright and skillful in his ways. In Matthew 20, 28, it says here, For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and gave his life as a ransom for many. Ang hirap naman yan, Vince. Ang hirap mag-serve ng sinasabi mo. Ang hirap mag-serve uprightly and excellently dito sa magulong mundo. But looking to Jesus, going down here on earth, not to be served by His people, but to serve His people and giving His life for us. Because God loves us and chose us to be part of this generation. Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice. Kaya niya po tayo pinadala kasi alam ni God, mananatili pa rin tayong rebelde sa Kanya. Mananatili pa rin tayo sa mga kasalanan natin kahit paulit-ulit, kahit sino pang king, kung sino pang leader yung ipadala niya, magfi-fail at magfi-fail yung generation natin. That's why His ultimate gift for, for humanity is sending His own Son, Jesus Christ, to die for us. And He came here, hindi para, hindi, hindi para pagsilbihan natin sa kundi para siya pagsilbihan tayo. So that our generation, as, as a generation, we can serve others by how Jesus served us. Mahirap po mag-serve, mahirap po mag-lead, especially in these times. But looking to Jesus and His, and His life, we can serve other people by how He served us. 
This has been the Victory Santa Rosa podcast. To see more church updates, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Victory Santa Rosa.